0: Wall Street to the White House. This is the Larry Kudlow Show.
1: Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. Plenty to talk about on the legal weaponization of our justice system against Donald Trump. You can just count them up. I guess four major lawsuits or indictments. Anyway, our favorite legal beagle, Greg Jarrett, Fox News legal analyst and New York Times best-selling author. His latest book is called The Constitution of the United States and other patriotic documents. Welcome back, Greg Jarrett. Um, E. Jean Carroll, 83 million bucks. How about that one? 83 million. Maybe we should pony up and get a syndicate to help Mr. Trump finance it. Oh, wait a minute. He's going to appeal. Or no, you tell me.
0: Yeah, he he will appeal, Larry. And generally what happens with exorbitant, uh jury awards like this is they eventually get knocked down. Uh, but he's also going to appeal on the merits. You know what I find so troubling is that you know when somebody's accused of wrongdoing and they publicly proclaim their innocence and say, "You know, I didn't do this. I don't know this woman. Uh, I never had a relationship with her. Uh, this is all made up that's a free speech right and particularly important when you're defending yourself from what you regard to be uh, false accusations and somehow that is defamation. I think that may trouble the higher courts.
1: She didn't even have the same. The dress she was wearing, supposedly, wasn't even invented yet by Donna Karan.
0: Yes. And there was a witness called by the defense. Uh, towards the end of the case this week who uh, knocked down her damages claim by saying uh, she was loving the attention. She wasn't hurt by it. Um, Yet the jury uh, paid no attention to that, principally because it's a New York jury and they famously hate Donald Trump.
1: Well, I think the jury was really the the Democratic National Committee. Well, (laughs)
0: You look at the voter registration rolls in <laughs> uh in new york city you're right <laughs> i
1: know it and you know the other one that's still going on i was reading a letter uh from the defense uh, to the judge is the Letitia james i mean they they, they want to take away his businesses they want to fine him uh there was no fraud. There was no victim. The bankers were in favor of Trump. I mean, if there's no evidence, there's no nothing, except again, this is the Democratic National Committee sitting as a jury.
0: Yeah, it really is. To somehow uh, borrow a consumer protection statute and claim harm and damages when no consumer has been injured yeah. um, it is, to me, a, a ridiculous mangling of the law. And again, I don't think it'll withstand judicial scrutiny.
1: And let's go south to Hotland Georgia with Fannie Willis. She's in so much hot water, she's got more indictments coming up than Trump has.
0: Yeah, there are now two investigations, one by the county commissioners looking into whether uh, she misappropriated public funds and benefited financially herself, as well as honest services fraud by hiring her lover and paying him $654,000 to bring a RICO case against Trump, when in fact this guy Nathan Wade knows nothing whatsoever about RICO. I tried a RICO case a great many years ago. I know more about it than he does.
1: Mm. And what about, finally, you've got the Jack Smith stuff, um, the so-called classified documents, and uh, what, there's a, f- a fraud, <laughs> fraud indictment for January 6th. What's happening? You haven't heard much on that.
0: Yeah, these cases seem to have stalled, if not crumbled. Um, you've got a problem in the Mar-a-Lago classified documents case, and I pointed this out the day of the indictment when I said, wait a minute, this case pivots on classified, highly classified documents, according to the special counsel. Um, how in the world can you convene a jury that uh, can clear uh, classified uh, status. You, you can't, They're, mm. and they have to be able to see those documents. You just can't put an FBI agent on the witness stand uh, and based on hear- hearsay say, oh yeah, trust me, these are classified documents. Uh, these jurors are not going to get s- uh, security clearance, and the judges pointed this out, and that's why this case uh, y- is now subject to serious
1: challenge. So, yeah, I mean, I never understood that case anyway. I mean, it's not like Trump sold documents uh, to foreigners or to our enemies. Right. I mean, there's, there's no treason involved. Uh, no, and you're right, no one knows what those documents actually were. I mean, some people say he waved them around but didn't let anybody read it. It's all hearsay. So I don't get that. And what about the January 6th thing?
0: Yeah, that's now problematic uh, because... Two of the four uh, charges against Trump are under review by the U.S. Supreme Court in an unrelated, separate J-6 case. It's called obstruction of an official proceeding. Hmm. And I think the Supreme Court took the case because they've read the statute. Uh, That statute applies to the destruction of documents Um, and that there's no allegation. Uh, against Trump, that he uh, conspired to destroy documents. So I think two of the four charges uh, could be dismissed against him, and then you've got his broad immunity claim, which is up on appeal. So that case is not going to happen as scheduled. It's got serious problems.
1: Is the documents thing, uh, Greg, is that, is that the so called Enron law?
0: Yeah, it was the Sarbanes-Oxley right. uh, law, uh, mm-hmm. which took place uh, more than a decade, a couple of decades ago, and in which they wrote a provision that said, you know, if you alter documents to interfere in an investigation, that's obstruction of an official proceeding. The problem is, in Trump's case, there's no investi- there was no investigation at the time, on January 6th, there was no evidence to be destroyed. Hmm. So it, it has no application, and should Trump should never have been indicted on that. But it's classic Jack Smith who contorts the law and twists the fact uh, to bring politically driven cases.
1: Well, Greg Jarrett, that's a pretty breathtaking review of all these cases. Anybody who's listening to this... Uh, and should know a lot more than when they started. Good for you. You want to give us, how about another patriotic document? I love to do that. Favorite patriotic document?
0: Well, there are so many in them. Uh, in the, There are 64 of them in my huh. book. And, you know, my regret was that I had to leave some famous documents, letters, addresses uh, out were I to do it over again maybe there's a second volume here Mm. Um, Abigail Adams uh, the wife of John Adams was utterly brilliant who had no formal education and she was the conscience of of John Adams and and in many ways uh, the you know Continental Congress and Mm. you know but for her knowledge and wisdom and persuasion uh, I, I often wonder if things might have turned out differently. She deserves uh, recognition for that. I wish it, uh, I'd been able to put Abigail Adams and her many brilliant letters in the
1: book. Was there one especially important point that she made?
0: She was virulently against uh, slavery and she was an outspoken, you know, abolitionist, uh, and of course John Adams was too, and it, I think she influenced him in that regard, and had she had a greater ability um, to, you know, persuade others, uh, you know, the course of American history would have been dramatically different.
1: Wow. Yeah, I love that. Terrific stuff. Greg Jarrett, folks, Fox News, legal analyst. The title of his latest book, The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriotic Documents. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate it very much. Folks, we'll take a quick break. On the other side of the break, former Energy Secretary, Briette. Dan Briette will come talk some more about this natural gas fiasco and oil and the price of oil and the price of gasoline. I'm Kudlow. Please stick around.
0: Larry Kudlow on 77 WABC.